0: This podcast may contain adult content. Please use discretion when listening. Welcome to Heinous Hotels, a podcast about famous and infamous hotels. Find out historic and hysterical facts about your favorite travel destinations and even places you haven't heard of yet. Is your mom's favorite resort haunted? Was there an unsolved crime committed at your bucket list bed and breakfast? Did your favorite celebrity stay in the room that you're in right now? You'll have to listen to find out. Pack your bags and don't forget your passport. It's time to check in to heinous hotels. Thank you for checking back in for another episode of Heinous Hotels. I'm your host, Jordan. For today's episode, we're back in Florida, this time in Jacksonville Beach. I'll be telling you all about the Casa Marina Hotel that some folks claim is haunted and other folks claim is just crummy. People definitely either love it or hate it. I never stayed at the Casa Marina Hotel myself, but I have been to Jacksonville Beach many a time. I used to go every week in the summer because we lived about 10 minutes down the road in a little apartment building. I could just get on the road and it was almost a straight shot and it would take about 5 minutes to get to the beach, 5 minutes to find a place to park on a good day, and it was just a fun time a little trashy at times, but otherwise your typical beach. I'm really excited to get into this edi- episode, but first I gotta cite my sources. My sources for today's episode are the marina Hotel.com, Wikipedia, HistoricHotels.com, DelcoTimes.com, Yelp. Um, I also use TripAdvisor, hauntedplaces.org, frightfind.com, and, uh, some blogs that I mentioned, um, oh gosh, I, I can't believe I forgot to write down the name of the blog, but I mentioned it, I, I mentioned it later in the episode, um, I think it's Savvy Mom Lifestyle, something like that, um, Sorry. Um I meant to uh, I meant to put that in the in my notes. But anyway, um one of my favorite places to get sources for this podcast is from travel blogs because I love hearing people's personal experiences. If you have a favorite travel blog or if you are a travel blogger and you have a post that you would like to share with me, please send it my way so I can shout it out in a future episode. After this break, I'll tell you all about the history of Jacksonville Beach and of the Casa Marina Hotel. If you're ever in Jacksonville Beach, I highly recommend visiting the small museum they have near the beach. It looks like a little yellow house and is located on Beach Boulevard. You can visit their website at beachesmuseum.org. It is a small museum, but it is really cool and very informative, especially if you're interested in military history, Red Cross history, and 1920s history. Jacksonville Beach has a very interesting history. Um, I'll just get into a little bit of it. Um, Jacksonville Beach wasn't always called Jacksonville Beach. At one time, it was called the City of Ruby. Um, and it was also called Pablo Beach at one point, point. Um, And in 1925, it became known as Jacksonville Beach. Um, Jacksonville beaches are kind of a long stretch of beach, and most of it is within um, Duval County. At one point, um, in the early 1900s, up until, uh, not long in the 1920s, Jacksonville Beach ha- was, uh, mostly an amusement park, and, um, you could drive onto the beach. There's not really much of a amusement park now, but, um, you can not drive on the beach anymore either, but in St. Augustine, you can, you can drive, at last I, last I and you can drive onto the beach in uh, St. Augustine. Um, I don't know if that's changed since the hurricane or whatever, but um, we used to drive onto the beach in, uh, in St. Augustine all the time, but um, there is a lot of parking to get onto Jacksonville beach. Um, but anyway, it used to be a really big amusement park and there used to also be, um, like a dance, um, pavilion, um, and lots of tents where you could go dancing. Um, that was a really popular thing to do during World War II. Um, because it's a military town, there's, um, lots of Navy and Marines, um, that are, um, in the area, uh, and it, they used to hold dances and stuff for the sailors, and, um, the local ladies would go to those dances so that they could meet, sailors. Um, Not much has changed. It's just that uh, those dance pavilions are not (laughs) dance pavilions anymore. They're clubs. And um, a lot of the clubs in the area, dance clubs, are located along the coast. Um, Gosh, I have so many good memories of going to drag nights at different clubs. It was so much fun. And, um, also going to, um, dance clubs with my friends. Oh my gosh. Um, just a lot of fun. Um, let's see here where I got onto a tangent. Um, that's pretty much all the main history that I have for you on Jacksonville, but, um, one thing I wanted to tell you guys about is a person who, uh, lives there, or probably, probably still lives there, who was in the news not too long ago called Benjamin Kyle, um, you probably have heard of him, uh, Benjamin Kyle was the alias chosen by an American man with severe disassociative amnesia after he was found without clothing or identification and with injuries next to a dumpster behind a fast food restaurant in Georgia in 2004. Um, he did get his identity back. You've probably heard of him, um, In 2015, uh, he was able to get in touch with a lady who um, some true crime people may recognize her name, Colleen Fitzpatrick, a forensic genealogist, Um, and she was able to help him find his identity. And it turns out that his real name is William Burgess Powell. I highly suggest you Googling this person. His story is so interesting. Um, And one of the very rare cases of real amnesia where somebody has completely lost their identity. I am so interested in stories of amnesia especially since I have, uh, a person that I used to know who used to claim to have amnesia. Maybe I'll tell that story another day. Not today, but, um, it was a fake amnesia claim. But anyway, um, Benjamin Kyle or William Burgess Powell, uh, had real amnesia or has real amnesia and, um, lived in Jacksonville. It is a really common place for homeless people to live. My husband actually used to volunteer when he was in nursing school with different organizations that helped homeless people that needed medical care, um, and he met a lot of people who were homeless for various reasons, and one of the reasons that they were living in Florida was because of the beach and because of the opportunities that um, they were able to find in Florida. There are a lot of organizations in Florida that, um, especially in Jacksonville, that help the homeless. Um, so I just, if you want to look into that, definitely do, especially if you have some spare change that you can donate to some of those organizations. Um, anyhow, uh, another notable person, um, from the Jacksonville beach area is Tim Tebow, a professional baseball player and former professional football player. Um, there, uh, are some other people, um, lots of golfers, um, and sports players and stuff from the Jacksonville area. Um, but specifically from the beaches area, that's the only names that I personally, recognize. Anyway, so, um, let's see. Um, let me get back to my notes. Um, let's talk about the actual hotel, the Casa Marina Hotel. Um, if you look it up, you may find it listed as the Casa Marina Inn and Restaurant, or the Casa Marina Hotel and Restaurant. Um, it all works. It's all the same thing. As long as it says it's in Jacksonville Beach, there is another one that's in Key West. That's not this one. <laughs> the one I'm talking about is in Jacksonville. So, the... Um, The Casa Marina Hotel was built in 1925 in Spanish Mission style by architects Marsh and Saxelby. The Casa Marina Hotel opened in Jacksonville Beach as one of the first fireproof buildings in the city, meaning that it had modern standards of fire safety compared to other hotels and public buildings in the area. It enjoyed popularity during the Roaring Twenties as Jacksonville became a hot vacation destination. A lot of people would come to Jacksonville Beach while they were on their way to get to Miami or some other places um, in Florida to Key West. Jacksonville was kind of the stop that you would make on your way to there during the 20s. Um, In World War II, the government took ownership of the hotel and turned it into military housing, but after the war, it went back into private ownership and was used as an apartment building for a short time and then as a building suite for businesses. It was then closed in 1987 and opened back up in 1991 after a renovation and has been in business ever since. It's now a popular wedding venue for beach weddings and is also known as a great place to get Sunday brunch. So, uh... If you are in the Jacksonville Beach area, you're definitely gonna notice the Casa Marina Hotel just standing out. It's on First Street and you kinda can't miss it. Um it's it's one of it looks like an old building. You can just tell it's old. Because it looks like this, the style of it is in that Spanish Mission style, and um, it's you can just tell. Um, th- one of the nicknames for the hotel is the Grand Lady, uh, and it's I guess it has that name because it used to be a really popular place for, for people to stay, um, it was considered very modern for the time period, um, there was a very short-lived movie industry boom during, um, during the early 1920s before Hollywood became Hollywood, um, and there were a lot of famous people that visited, um, just to name a few, the Duke and Duchess of Windsor, John D. Rockefeller, President Harry S. Truman, uh FDR, Jean Harlow, Al Capone, Charlie Chapman Chap Chaplin, why can't I say words? Uh, Mary Pickford, um, one source also claims that fatty arbuckle stayed at the hotel during the renovation in the late 80s early 90s a third story penthouse was added onto the two story mission style building and a veranda was also added. The third story penthouse is now called the penthouse lounge. It's a restaurant and at night it is known to be a very rowdy nightclub scene. Um, uh, supposedly there are are some ghosts, um, and I will get to those after this short break. Welcome back. Let's talk about ghosts and other weird shit. So according to hauntedplaces.org, the uh, Casa Marina Hotel is for sure haunted. The uh, website has a rating system, and people can vote on whether or not the hotel is haunted or not, whether or not the other, the places that are listed on this website are haunted or not. And 86% of people believe that this place is haunted. 14% do not believe that the place is haunted. So let's just read what hauntedplaces.org has to say. This historic 1925 hotel was turned into an apartment building in 1983. It stood abandoned from 1987 to 1991 and then was turned back into a hotel. It is said that ghostly shuffling can be heard coming from a vacant upstairs suite, and a portly figure has been known to apparate mysteriously on the south stairs, and look out, a prankish ghost trips folks who walk up the main staircase near the seventh step. Unexplained voices and scents, like that of cigars, are sometimes detected here as well. Some believe comedian Fatty Arbuckle may be a haunt in residence. Other notable celebrities who have stayed here include Gene Harlow and Buster Keaton. So, there's a little section where people can comment, and these are the comments I found. H.B. says... We stayed in a room upstairs overlooking the street. In the morning, my husband got up to run. I got in the shower. As I was finishing up, I saw a shadow. The shape was wrong to be my husband. It was too large, too rotund. At the time, the word portly came to mind, and I can't believe that's how this article describes it, but that's totally accurate. I also smelled faint, semi-sweet cigar smoke. I froze, and the shadow's hand extended out toward the edge of the shower curtain. I thought it was my husband trying to scare me, so I whipped open the shower curtain, and no one was there. The bathroom door was still closed. Okay, that is scary. Diane Bridges says, I stayed here last night by myself and will stay tonight too. Haven't seen or heard anything so far. I did notice that one of the lights hanging in the eating area was blinking. I am staying in a two-room suite. When I went to bed last night, I left a lamp on in the sitting area. Then I noticed the light was off. I checked the lamp and it was working fine. Guess someone didn't want the light on, lol. Other than these two things, nothing else happened. Maybe I will have better luck tonight. That is... Okay. (laughs) So, that's what hauntedplaces.org has to say. Um, There are a couple of other websites that claim that it's haunted. Um, Frightfind.com. Says guests reportedly hear shuffling coming from an upstairs suite that is empty, and a figure is known to mysteriously appear. Um, Unexplained voices are sometimes heard, and the unexplained smell of cigars is sometimes found when there are no cigars within eyesight. Perhaps what the Casa Marina Hotel is most known for is its prankish ghost. There is reportedly a ghost in the hotel who attempts to trick people walking up the main staircase. The prank always occurs near the seventh step of the staircase, and while there is no clear explanation of why this occurs, some speculate that it may be the spirit of comedian Fatty Arbuckle trying to trip guests going up the stairs. This says that Fatty Arbuckle stayed at the Casa Marina Hotel when he was trying to get his career and life back on track. Although it is reported that he enjoyed himself while in his stays at the hotel, some report that he was never really the same after staying at the hotel. He was reportedly never the same jesting man he once was, even though he did manage to goof off and joke at parties. Instead, he became described as rather shy, reserved, and pensive, often looking toward the waves as if for absolution. Could the hotel have had something to do with the change in him? Some say it did, but regardless, strange occurrences regularly manifest at the hotel. Okay. So, that is one person's thing. Uh, I also found an article on the DelcoTimes.com of someone who stayed there, um, and this person interviewed uh, a maitre d' named Sterling Joyce. This article is from 2011, so I don't know if Sterling Joyce still works there, but the the person who wrote the article, the person is not listed, that I can see on here, um, interviewed him to talk to him about the hotel. In this article, it says that Sterling Joyce says that Al Capone and Machine Gun Kelly had at one point stayed at the at the hotel, um, and Bill Cosby stayed there. Um, at one point, movie stars flocked to the Elegant Resort. Jean Harlow, Charlie Chaplin, Buster Keaton, Fatty, Arbuckle, Laurel and Hardy, Mary Pickford, and Clara Bow were regular visitors. In later years, Catherine Hepburn arrived, and it has been suggested that the Casa Marina perhaps was a secret hideaway for romantic liaisons with Spencer Tracy. So, that is some Hollywood gossip that I found really interesting. This says, World War II brought a dramatic change to the Costa Marina when Uncle Sam appropriated the hotel for military housing during the World War II. Um, it says that at one point it was a 37-room apartment building, later used as a restaurant, tea room, vintage clothing store, and a proposed cultural center for enviro- environmentalists. Um, but that was around the time when it, when it, but then it closed, and then around that time, Alan G. Brown, an Atlanta businessman, um, came to, to buy and restore the hotel. This article goes on to say that the restoration was more than just cosmetic, Brand new cherry wood floors completely replaced the old flooring. A third floor penthouse was added, and Brown, who was a widower, turned that apartment into his personal residence. When he died in 2005, it was decided to turn the penthouse and its beautiful open-air patio overlooking the ocean into a lounge. And that was what they now call the penthouse lounge. Um... Sterling Joyce, who has been the Casa Marina's maitre d' for seven years, says that he has never had any paranormal encounters, but he keeps an open mind. He has talked to many people who are convinced that they have seen or experienced something far from ordinary. But who are these ghosts? Gangsters? Movie stars? Ill-fated honeymooners? Nobody knows. A mysterious man in striped pajamas has been sighted on occasion as well as children playing on the second floor hallway, and there's that ghostly apparition that shows up in the windows of unoccupied rooms. He probably makes the housekeeping staff a little nervous. (laughs) Um, And lastly, this is one of my favorite parts of the article. One of the more curious stories surfaced shortly after Alan Brown's funeral in 2005 when reportedly all of the electronic door locks on the second floor inexplicably began flashing their red and green lights. A farewell salute from a grateful ground dam, perhaps? I asked one of the receptionists at the front desk if she ever had any experiences with the Casa Marina's ghost stories. Oh, no, she said with a reassuring smile, but then I only work the day shift, and I think the ghosts only come out at night. I think that's such a cute article. That is the delcotimes.com if you want to check that out. Um, another um, thing I came across is from a blog called lifestyle.com and she has a little blog and she wrote about her stay at the, um, the Casa Marina Hotel, but I have to take a short break. I will get back to you with that blog post in just a moment. Thank you for coming back. Um, so let's talk about this blog post I just found. Um, it is on SavvyMamaLifestyle.com, and this, uh, this blog post asserts that this lady had a paranormal experience in her hotel room at the Casa Marina. So I'm just going to read you what she wrote about the ghost um, or some kind of paranormal event um, that she experienced. This says, Upon checking into any hotel room, I have a habit of unplugging the landline phone. With 21st century technology, the people who need me most have my cell phone number. So, um, she talks about why she unplugs the phone. It says, in the early morning hours of my second night stay at the Casa Marina Hotel, I woke up from the sound of a phone ringing. I shook it up, shook it off, and chalked it up to dreaming. After using the restroom and trying to get comfortable in bed again, I checked that the landline phone was still unplugged. Just then, it rang again. I saw the light on the phone and heard it while completely alert. It rang again. There was no explanation, and of course, there was no way I would answer. In sheer panic, I turned on the light. The hardwood floors in the hallway to my parlor had long scratch marks that I had never noticed previously. That was enough for me to conclude that the Casa Marina Hotel is haunted wow, like, that would scare me so bad, especially for it to be unplugged, and it still rang, Uh uh-uh, I would pack my stuff up, and I would be getting the heck out of there so quick, like, oh my gosh, um, so that is that on the hotel, I'm gonna... Go ahead and read you guys some reviews I found. There's not really a whole whole lot for you to know. It, it's, it's not super expensive to stay. Um, it's a, your typical on the beach small hotel. Um, but a lot of people have. Real issues with it. Um, most of the pe- most of the reviews say that the hotel is nice if you're just going there to eat or if you're just going there to have to be a guest at a wedding. Um, but actually, staying in the hotel is not a pleasant experience. I'm gonna read you this review from 2018 by Kathy S that I found on TripAdvisor and it is, it's pretty funny, actually, um, and I'm just gonna read you this, and you can, you can take it with several grains of salt if you want, but I actually, after, after reading so many different reviews, I I would definitely trust Kathy S., But she says, if you have a choice between staying at Casa Marina or camping in your car, my advice would be opt for the car. Though this is a beautiful venue for a wedding, Casa Marina is a terrible hotel. If you are given the key to room 214, start the car. Located between the downstairs venue and the upstairs bar, this store is The door for this room is a favored location for criers, screamers, lost children, and bar fighters. (laughs) That sounds pure Jacksonville. Oh my goodness. On Friday, the penthouse was rocking to the point that your room will be quaking. Rumor has it that the hotel is haunted, but you need not fear. The clanging you will hear will only be the drunken partiers stumbling up and down, up and down, up and down the outside metal stairs. Oh my gosh. If you do check in, remember to bring your own trash bags, pillows, hangers, towels, and toilet paper. There will not be service. No nicely made bed, no fresh linen. It will be economical. At checkout, you will have earned a nice tip for yourself. Though the hotel has housekeeping, guests are inconsequential. Wow. Desk staff is nice, though indifferent. When this hotel guest asked where to grab lunch, the answer was, just walk up and down 3rd Street. You'll find something. (laughs) (laughs) One advantage to staying at Casa Marina rather than your car is that breakfast is included, the coffee is great, and the food is delicious. The hotel is located on the beach, lovely for a morning walk, but you will need to find a nearby cabana boy if you want to rent a chair and a towel. Casa Marina as a hotel? Horrible. Casa Marina as a venue? Beyond beautiful. Stay tuned. That review is soon to come, which it it wasn't. She didn't put that. But, um, (laughs) there... Oh my gosh, it's just it's just so funny to me. Um, I haven't found any reviews that say that they actually had a haunted experience or a ghost experience. There are a lot of pictures. The rooms, if I'm being completely honest, the rooms look dirty. They don't look clean. I would not, I would not want to stay there. Um, the outside does look pretty nice. Um, it is a hotel on the beach, so if you are wanting to stay at an inex at, at a hotel that is right on the beach, that is inexpensive, like way less expensive than the other beachfront hotels, you're definitely gonna want to stay at the Casa Marina if you are not super duper picky and choosy about your, um, room cleanliness and that kind of stuff. I mean, if you are on a budget, but you still want to stay at a beachfront hotel and you don't mind if the room is kind of dirty, then, I mean, go for it. Um, I just... I, I wouldn't take the chance with bed bugs being so prevalent what they are, but, um, I, I don't know, um, the service doesn't seem that great, but everybody says that the food is super good and that, um, they enjoy it as a, uh, as a wedding venue. So, um, don't know if I recommend staying there or not, but, um, if you decide to stay, definitely send me a message on Twitter or, um, an email and maybe I can work it into a future episode. I would love to hear, um, some listener stories if anybody has stayed at any hotel that I've mentioned on here. Uh, If you have a um, ghost story, I definitely, definitely want to hear it. So, um, that's pretty much the episode. Stick around for Audrey's Fancy Fiasco. Um, Thank you all for listening. Thank you for listening to heinous hotels this podcast is brought to you by me jordan rollins duncan and anchor.fm for more heinous hotels you can follow me on twitter if you have a listener story or suggestion you can send me a dm or you can email me at heinous hotels at gmail.com now don't forget to check under the bed and have a safe trip home check in again soon with heinous hotels